To make it in cannabis, first you must dare to. 12 years ago, MJ BizCon dared to unite the global cannabis community, igniting a movement that continues to thrive. The wait is over. Let's grow together this November 28th through December 1st in Vegas. You'll hear incredible stories, see groundbreaking innovations, and forge connections you need to thrive in 2024. But wait, the clock is ticking. Get your tickets by September 28th and save up to $200. And here's a secret. Podcast listeners get 10% off with promo code 23POD10. Don't miss out. Get your tickets at mjbizcon.com. That's mjbizcon.com. Welcome back to the, uh, what, eighth version of the Chronic Club, where we buy some product in Washington State and talk about it. Um, with us, Michael the Aging Ent, back with us, uh, Miggy420 with uh, Campus Legalization News. Uh, Michael, you just got back from Arizona, so before we dive into uh, some moon rocks that we got and some other flower that was recommended to us by Bud Tender is some, some good stuff to check out. Plus, I just love the name. Um, Growing like a weed. Yeah, it's a Durban Poison and a Black Lime, so uh, this is going to be interesting to, to try this uh, Durban Lime out. Busta Lime was another one that I wanted to try, but we're going to try this instead. First... Michael, tell us uh, about your trip to Arizona because you got down to a spot where I'm guessing you saw somewhere between $60 and $80 grams of concentrate, stupid prices on flour, and everything that New York can look forward to. I uh, wasn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. So, well, okay. So, I lived in Arizona for like five years uh, in the tail end of the 2000s, and I only acquired, you know, non market cannabis right so um going down there my my mom and my aunt have been medical cannabis patients uh down there for a while now and uh, i had an idea of what the medical scene was like a little bit from them but uh i went into the rec scene and the weirdest thing is that one of the biggest medical shops is getting redone uh on the interior so i like bought weed outside under a tent just little tables. And I mean, realistically, the purchasing process at all the stores I went to was I got a binder with some words on it, you know, telling me a strain name, some numbers and a price. None of them. I went to four different shops, talked about two of them online. None of them had like brands or farm names or heritage of the, the genetics of the, the, the cultivar, nothing about what it was grown in, nothing about pesticide usage. So the information was basically zero. And then when I did get the product, um, you know, in pricing, I'll talk pricing. I paid 10 bucks for a couple of 0.75 gram joints, 10 bucks each, 10 bucks, 10 bucks for a 0.75 gram joint. I got full gram okay. joints for like 12 bucks at another spot. Um, but grams of flour, like even the bottom layer level of flour prices was like 16 bucks a gram. It was, um, Damn. You know, yeah. So that was like bottom level, top level flower was like, I saw $30 grams. Did you feel like there was, cause I know Arizona has a community, like they still had a medical community, you know, uh, I'm friends with Chris Martin and Stacey Dice and they're big in the normal scene, but how did you feel? Does it feel like there's a community there? Or? I mean, realistically, I was spending time with my family. I wasn't out oh, yeah. scouting the cannabis community, <laughs> but I did, I did talk with people at every store. Right. And just, you know, did, did the things that I do. Um, 
I feel like there is a tight knit community and the people are kind of, it seems very much like what I walked into Washington in, in 2015 was medical patients realizing that the, the rec market was going to change things. And um, the medical limitations are kind of tight there as well. So a lot of people are getting their medical cannabis through the rec market. Now um, concentrate prices were crazy. They wanted like 80 bucks a gram on uh, vape carts so uh yeah yeah um from strain strain dependent vape carts that were uh not distillate and they had cheap distillate for like 30 35 but it was really cheap you know like brownish distillate not really happy about it because arizona is still somewhat conservative so you you coming from washington now i know you're you were living in arizona but buying a pre-roll is an anomaly in arizona where the trend is is carts vaping because it's discreet so they're still really conservative down there and don't really want to puff on a, on a pre-roll. So maybe that's why the price is high because the demand is so high on vape. Don't, yes. I, I didn't out just like the rest of the markets when they start at 60 to $80 a gram on vape, they'll come down to 30 to 45, just like everywhere else. I agree. And, and I, I couldn't see, here's the thing that pissed me off though. Is I couldn't see those carts till I purchased them. Oh, bro. You can't see nothing. There's no shelves. There's no nothing. There's no, you know, like uh, the best place that I went to had, uh, it felt a lot like a currency exchange. They do have medical and back where you can go in the back and like interact and be consulted. But the front was like three lines, three windows, plexiglass with a little drop slot this big. You put your information in, scan your ID, and then they point you at the binder that's out there. And you choose from black and white on paper with no pictures. And I was like, can I see it? And they were yeah. like, yeah, definitely. As soon as you purchase it. I'm like, no, no, no. I need to see like the distillate carts. I want to see what I'm buying. And the one chick was like, hold on, let me get my manager. And the manager, I had to like, listen, dog, I'm a cannabis reviewer of Washington. Don't you know who I am? And he's like, hey, I'll let you see him. I mean, I had to at that point because I wasn't going to see the fucking product. Right. And they came out and like, they had like three carts and, you know, just the same packaging as we have out here. It was brown. It was gross. It yeah. looked like It looked like it was poop soup still, not even like, no color remediation doesn't even look like distillate looks like it was probably really short pathed might even have been for all i know because i couldn't see the labels and they didn't tell me if it was bho pho or whatever on anything um it might very well have been alcohol rso that had been cleaned up a little bit but i'll never know because they don't tell you so i'm spoiled by information um my auntie, man, she had some killer fucking weed and uh one of my nephews uh also uh adjacent to the medical market he had some <laughs> really killer concentrates that we were vaping on on a vape pen nice. but other than that um but like it, a digital electronic vape straw basically you know what other product out there is that you're, you're expected to buy without even looking at it like like not even like just seeing it through a clear package this is fucked up right like yeah. like even even a puppy you would find it online and be like all right i usually see pictures of this puppy let me go get yes. it now i was like trying to cross straight lines yeah. Dude, you got adorable dogs. How old's that guy? Uh, these girls are about to turn two years old. Um, nice. Their mom was pregnant in Florida. She got rescued in Texas, gave birth to 12 puppies. We adopted wow. two of them. And That's they a big drove, batch. They drove, I know, they drove them up. Um, all of them got adopted between Portland and Vancouver, B.C., um, because they're pit bulls. And for whatever reason, we love our pit bulls in the Northwest. So. Yeah. Gotta Don't you mean dogs. Staffordshire Terriers? <laughs> well, when insurance asks, that's exactly what they are. Yeah. Um, so 
back to the review we're gonna hit this before we try the moon rocks yeah. this uh this durban limes was only i say only 15 dollars a gram by comparison to arizona that's super cheap but this is pretty pricey um yeah. for 15 bucks a gram so let's review this see what it is um i want to talk about them strings real quick I'm, I'm old guy in here with these small uh, prints, but it's Durban Poison by Black Lime Reserve. Both strains I love whenever I encounter them. And this smells like it's it's that, like it's the real. I'm trying to pinpoint that smell. I can't tell if it's if it's pine. I mean, I'm really bad with like narrowing stuff down, but it's definitely got some pine in there. Um, but we'll get to that in a minute. Appearance, let's start with that. These are little smaller buds. Now I only grabbed a gram because I was trying to spread this out, you know, and get, you know, a few different um, stuff for today. It's a post 420 event. So I was going out trying to grab best deals. Moon Rocks, only $16. Um, but appearance wise, what do you guys think? Are we going to give them a full, yeah. full point for, for appearance? I mean, it's pretty weird. It's got nice colors yeah. to it doesn't look like it's been grown with PGRs and it doesn't look too rangy. Like it's going to be, you know, holding itself together pretty nicely. Mm -hmm. Also, the, uh, seems kind of dry. So either they're doing that to increase the THC or there's their humidity is off. So it seems like it's, it's under 7% uh, humidity, probably closer to five, maybe six. Really dry. That dryness to me, I think it, it seemed like it was squished. I don't know about you guys, but in this packaging, it seemed like I had a squished buzz. So I couldn't even appreciate like the whole. All right. So original. I got, I, I will do this. Mine, mine didn't look too squishy. Where the hell is my camera? At? Let's see if it'll focus. Come on, focus. Anyway, I'm willing to squish my nug because mine is actually, mine's got some, some humidity to it and some moistness. And I bet I'm going to squish out some trichomes on the bag um mine mine i think i had the best one because yeah i got all sorts of wet trichomes right there just from squishing it out um mine is fluffy and wet mine feels like a 12 percent moisture content like this is like mine's sticky this is mm. sticky weed yeah. i don't know if we got different batches oh but yeah well, mine's sticky it's just it was squishy it seemed like a uh, it just wasn't a whole bud, like a condensed, like when you pull out a package, it seemed like probably in the process when it got transported, it has to get stacked on top of each other or whatever. But uh, I mean, it's fine. It's still fluffy. And, it, and like, I just grinded it up. Matter of fact, it's so fluffy other than hell, you know, I just snorted some. So harvest <laughs> date? Mine's January 22nd of this year. So it's, um, you know, it's, it's only four months old, so it's not. Yeah, same. Well, 122 yeah so three months out 90 yeah. days if they glw does does i mean i've had their cannabis a lot of times and i i if i recall they're one of the glass curing uh brands so at least for some amount of time this is going into jars and curing up a little bit as opposed to just bag cure or only hanging i didn't realize their name was uh, growing like a weed that's funny yeah glw yeah, well, that's a cool packaging because I like I like their little compass. I, I always assumed it was like a compass themed GLW. I get ahead of ourselves on branding. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give them. <laughs> I'm gonna give them three quarters of a point on, on appearance. Um, it was a smaller bud. It was a little bit flat, and um, didn't have you know all those uh, red hairs or trichomes. So three quarters of a point for me. How about for you guys? That sounds fair for me too, uh, considering the price. I mean, if if it was cheaper, I would have given it a full point, but. 
for the price. I want big fluffy buds or big just condensed something whole that looks like it was what it was plucked. So you said this was 15 a gram, yeah? Okay. Yeah. At 15 bucks a gram, that's pretty much kind of like my top price for a gram that I'm going to pay. I'd expect something a little bit nicer than this for my top level price. So I'll go three quarters of a point as well. Even though my mine seems to be maybe just a little prettier than what you guys are, or we're seeing it slightly differently, you know, but my, I, I don't hate this stuff's looks, but yeah, at that price should be better. Yeah. Maybe, maybe just one fat nug. Even. It's what not did, bad. Just not great. What, what did you score then? Maybe I think I missed it. Same, same, the three quarter. Cause I mean, for that price, it just yeah. doesn't deserve now, yeah. holy shit, we all agree on a score. <laughs> now, in terms of aroma, did you guys like nail that? You guys pinpoint that? I picked up some pinene, I think. You know, it smells like pine a little bit, but it's not dominant. There's a lot of other things in there that I are. I picked up citrus. I'm yeah, pick... the lime hits. Lime hits hard for I'm me. Picking up something mm. that I would get out of my um, spice drawer too, um, like a garam masala that, that kind of tastes or smells like uh, cinnamon and chocolate. A little bit and i don't know if that's just some wacky version like of the peppery type yeah of yeah i was i was gonna say something herbaceous right. there's like a little herbaceousness like marjoram or maybe like almost basily kind of yeah, herbaceousness yeah. to it a little bit uh but definitely but for me the lime's lime. kicking you get you know, some lime. so um i'm gonna give them Sometimes uh the, uh, the I'm gonna give a 0.9 for for the smell because it wasn't um wasn't just something that nailed me in the face you know that you would get from from 100 percent or one point but it was it was good I kind of like the complexity uh, of that scent where I couldn't really nail it down but I do like pine I, I tend to gravitate towards like a an old school blue dream that reeks of piney um, yeah and I just kind of like the lime hints to that I'm curious to see what it tastes like but I'm gonna give a 0.9 out of one. Nine out of ten. The, the after smell on my fingers is very flower, uh, floral, like really like like fresh cut flowers kind of. But I, I've been like smushing it up a bunch. But yeah, I, I'll give them a I'll I'll give them a full point on the aroma because this is what I expect anything with a black lime reserve cut to smell like. And Durban poison usually is just like dirt and trees, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not mad. I got to give a full point. I mean, it's a, it's a good smell. I could put that in a face mask and wear that all day you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a little sachet around your neck little, little squish the turps the out a little yeah i was wearing a mask the other day and it just reeked man i could have used some of that absolutely but in the city dude we come through with like i mean i'm not saying everybody doesn't have personal hygiene so uh all right does everyone load it up because we got to taste this so we got to yeah. taste live My bowl is not the cleanest, but that definitely didn't kick my ass and rock my socks. I just had to rinse mine out. Um, At least it didn't taste like ass. Yeah, I got, side note, I got an ounce of this for like 50 bucks on, uh, not even <laughs> 20. So side note, um, I kind of want to show you this, what I got on 420, because I think it's interesting. I got better deals. Hold on. I'm going to cut that out. 
So I got better deals in the suburbs of Seattle. It's called Tacoma. It's about 20 minutes away. It's definitely blue collar. I got better deals on Sunday on the 18th than I did on actual 420. So this uh, ounce I got was like 50 bucks. So fifth year in a row, I did 20 stores on 420. It's a $420 budget in less than four hours and 20 minutes. So generally what I noticed that two years after the 420 deals is everyday low prices at a discount store. Seattle has discount stores called Uncle Likes. Tacoma has discount stores called Zips. So two years after 420, that's where you'll find those 420 prices every day from two years ago. Um, what I always ask, and I've been asking for half a decade now, what is the Bud Tender's favorite product and what is the number one product being purchased by customers? The other uh, questions I asked the uh, guy checking ID is how many people have you seen so far and what's your expectation? But what I was able to get for $420 is two ounces of flour, 13 pre-rolls, one of them was infused, and then I uh, got an additional four and a half gram blunt. I got one vape cart for a gram. One Sorry, gram. hold on. Four and a half gram blunt? Four and a half gram blunt, yeah. From, from Blunt Royale. Okay. It, it nice. was about a, a 20 minute burn, maybe 15 minute burn. It was okay, nice. but it was like 37 bucks. So not as bad as Lira Canagar at a hundred bucks, but you know, it was decent. I mean, okay. price of an eighth, right? Yeah. Right. 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 So, um, one gram of RSO and then a hundred milligram edible all for 420 bucks. Right. So I broke that down between the Tacoma Hall and the Seattle Hall and then the four, uh, the 405 Hall on the way to the golf tournament on 420. So what I found is that Bud Tender's favorite was flour by 95%, which is insane. Concentrate. Only one person said concentrate. So 5% was a Bud wow. Tender favorite. And I think that the only reason that is, is because they aren't paid enough to afford concentrate. You know, <laughs> that's that's arguable but yeah depends on where they're at hopefully everybody's getting equitable equitable wage yeah and uh, i also say the culture changes too like like remember during medical when medical was the flower and then the dabs came about because the dabs the concentrates became popular here in washington for a while and then that kind of lower too. So like peaks and waves of just people understanding like the plant and how to consume it. I mean, could that be a factor into. Can I yeah. offer an alternative theory to that? Yeah. Cannabis stores have high turnover mm -hmm. many times right now, because we're five years in a lot of the people from the culture have already worked in cannabis stores and turned out of the I-502 industry because pay and consequences and all sorts of reasons. And so maybe the workforce that they're working with is not as experienced with cannabis. And this is kind of what I've found in my experience is that maybe those less experienced with cannabis, uh, bud tenders, hello train are, um, you know, not into the concentrates yet. They just haven't arrived to that stage. And if there's no one culturally in concentrates in a store, there's no one to be like, Hey bro, let's go hit my Puffco right after work, you know? Um, so maybe it's just not even pricing, but exposure. Uh, theory. Um, yeah. So the, the top two strains that people pointed out um, that I noticed was 50 fold and fleek leaf. Um, and then the customer favorites, two thirds are still flower. So that's dominant about 10% on concentrate, 10% on pre-roll and then 5% for vape edibles and then topicals. I actually went to a store in Tacoma and he's like, yeah, topicals are our number one seller. And I'm like, y'all are doing it wrong. 
Like that's crazy. Um, the top they could have an older uh, demographic nearby them. Maybe they have good deals yeah. or something like that. And topicals are are a big deal for older folks and conservative people who don't want to do some of this, but they want their joints to feel better. You know, right? Gig so, Harbor, right? Aren't they close to all that? Uh, it's a little, yeah. I mean, maybe Gig Harbor folks come in for work in Tacoma and go to this place. It isn't an industrial area, so that does make sense, Michael. That you know, truck drivers or whatever might stop by and pick some of that up. Top three uh, brand names were Starbud, Tranquil Forest, and then Bonnie Farms. Bondi? Bondi, B-O-N-D-I. Maybe. Maybe. They had the best Agent Orange I've ever smoked in my life, and I'm always looking for it, but it was way back in 2014. <laughs> or 15, sorry, 2015. Go to Tacoma, I'm telling you, like, the deals there were crazy, so um anyways got quite the haul um again two ounces 13 pre-rolls of blonde a vape card a gram rso and an edible for 420 bucks so not a bad haul yeah that looks like a, a really decent stray i mean just the two ounces and maybe either the rso or the cart would be about that price so nicely done yeah what, what flower is that for this, this is called oakland uh crypt o oakland kryptonite it's oh, yeah. um, 502 Fusions, Happy Hill Farms, really, really terrible logo. Like somebody made that in word art. You have a sensitive palette though. So how do you how do you feel like is it like is it is it worth the $50 ounce or is it like uh yeah, I guess so. Um I like if you're on a budget, I would definitely recommend that. Um I've had for a patient. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good. I think it's a good price point. I think everyone should expect to see fifty dollars ounces in two years from now um, across the West Coast. So hopefully the East Coast can catch up much much quicker, and not have to wait like seven years for those prices to come down. I don't think they'll have to. Um, I think it'll happen a lot faster. I still don't think quality and quantity have met. You know, compared to how it used to be in medical, we're still for a fifty dollars ounce. That shit used to be fire to a hundred dollars. You know, like. You can get good patient quality medicine now. You still can. It's still ridiculous. Virus cheaper. What are the uh, most expensive ounces you guys are seeing out there? I don't really shop by the ounce pretty much ever. Josh, maybe you have some data or info on it. Um, so ounces, I'm seeing um, on average for um, you know a mid mid tier is about 160 180 dollars for an ounce for top shelf i'm seeing anywhere from 250 to 420 for top shelf ounces 400 ounces in a rec market holy yeah. shit i'm gonna have to see what that's about i don't even understand yeah, that and, and it's funny because they don't they don't discount any of those on 420 anymore anything that's top shelf is no longer discounted so i find that kind of uh interesting i'm not really sure if that's going to work out for those brands long term if they don't continue to get the exposure, if all they're hanging their shingle on is that we're top shelf, if they don't actually have people backing that up, you know, with yeah, yeah. can afford it, they're not going to be around. That's my yeah, There's only so big of a market for those people who are just coming in and being like, give me the baller jar. It, it just not a lot of people doing that shit. Right. Yeah. All right, y'all. What about the taste? So we've had a, a minute to kind of let that sit on our palate. Mine tastes a little bit like an ashtray even though I just rinsed out my bubbler. I definitely didn't taste any pinene or lemon. Um, unfortunately, I didn't really taste any. 
I got the citrus flavor. I got citrus hit. A little bit of the lime is coming through. Not as big and bold as I'd really want it to be compared to the smell. It's, it's, you know, like half as strong if that. Um, I got a little bit of ashtray too. How about you, Miggy? Did you get a little bit of ashtray in that? Yeah, I was saying it's not full terpy like experience. It's more like I'm burning something. Uh, definitely better than that Hello Loud. Doesn't taste like seed, but it tastes like oh, yeah. paper. <laughs> you know? No, definitely. Like I mean, my bowl's not the cleanest in the world, but I don't think that's contributing that much to the you know yeah. kind of assy taste in the mouth. I expected more for price and look so far. I expected the taste exactly. to hit. You know, I forgot to write down you guys' score for aroma. I gave it a 0.9. Would you guys give it? We both gave point? it a full point. Full point for smell. And then for taste, where are you guys at? I'm about to go 0.75 as well. 0.75, okay. Sorry, I'm giving them a half a point. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about half a point for the price, but – I don't know. It's, it's still yeah, because of the price and because the aroma really set me up. I gave a full fucking point. I thought this was going to be better. Yeah. Wait till we get to the effect though, because <laughs> smells pretty good too. And I've, I've been smoking already. Like I really tried not to smoke most of the time when we do this, but this morning I'm kind of like a fuck it Sunday because uh, I'm doing another. You've said that every morning. show, and that you've always then followed up with. But this time I had to smoke yeah. because. <laughs> <laughs> who, who are you guys interviewing today at noon on Cannabis Legalization News, Miggy? No one in particular, but we are going to have a, a, a Texas attorney. I guess she's running for something. You know, she's pro legalization, of course. So, uh, you know, we're nice. bringing her on for a minute, and then. Uh, you know, the biggest thing is just the SEO. You know, we talk topical shit, and, you know, that's where we're getting where we're at. Uh, you know, I, I like your shit, Josh, because your shit's uh, like the, the adult investor shit. If I had money, I'd pay more attention to your shit. And, like, Michael, you're more into, like, the trichrome science shit where, like, if I really got into it, I'd, I'd pay more attention to your guys. So, like, there's that good middle, you know? Yeah. And then, so, yeah, we're getting there. Uh, the website eventually and, and all the other shit. Uh, hey, you got my second vax. Yo, that second shot fucked me up, dudes. <laughs> Which one did you go, Moderna or uh, Pfizer? I got Pfizer. I'm on Moderna. But no, my wife got Pfizer. She was fine, but for me, I two days because the first day was 4:20. I went and did the podcast and stayed doing things like nothing happened, and then that night felt like hell reeked over my body and. Uh, I gotta say, Mad Mark's uh, Mad Hog got me through that shit. Because uh, uh, yeah. ask me what you used to get through it. That's funny. Yeah. Well, I was dude because at four twenty, I bought a bunch of weed, and I bought some Gabriels too, and I bought one of their expensive quarters. It was like one hundred and twenty, but it was on sale for ninety or whatever. And uh, I thought it was booty. I was so sad. I was like, this is the worst Gabriel I've ever had. Like. Yeah. Four twenty special. Quality and care. Let's skip strength and effect for now. And because uh, I'm gonna, I just loaded up another bowl. I'm gonna roast that in a second. Quality and care. Where would you guys say that um, growing like weed, GLWs, Durban lime? Where are we at with quality and care? This batch in particular, you know, I actually bought some more, so I'll have another experience of their shit later. But um, uh, this one in particular is not great. <laughs> you know, I'm not a. Packaging now, it's better than what Michael experienced in Arizona. So 
we can kind of be snobs about the fact that we can still see it, but it's not like Oregon where Oregon still has it in jars and you can look at it, pick the buds you want, smell it. Um, Michael had a much worse experience where it wasn't just curbside pickup. It was like curbside ordering. Yeah, and then they give it to you in a childproof bag, by the way, a big ah. black childproof bag. So then you're not allowed to open that until you're back in a private domicile. You can't have it open in public. Once it's been open, it's now not legal to transport with. And so, um, yeah, you really technically cannot see your product until you get and home I was in with Washington. It. I got ripped off every single time I went to a medical rec store. Now, I'm talking about 2011 to 2014 or 13. So yeah, 2011, 12, 13. All of those places would forget like they just have somebody super baked and or, you know, oh, two for you, one for me, you're gonna pay for me to take this home. I don't know if they intentionally stole my stuff. I can just say that every single time during that three year period, I got ripped off. I sure I doubt it. Take a look every time and to have it. What in you gonna do call the cops and be like, they, get, yeah. they fucked me well, on my it. drugs, bro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you just go to you just go to another one like you lost my trust i'm never going back here yeah until well, you know. forget and then you know the average <laughs> customer you know maybe not josh with uh with charts and spreadsheets uh but you know dude i've actually walked out of stores with fucking bags of shit going oh shit and my money going oh i forgot to pay and like he let me out <laughs> but i go back in and be like yo we forgot to we because we i talk a lot of shit plus when you're high you know just like this Next thing you know, you forget what the fuck you're doing. You're like, I got to go talk to my old lady, bro. Talk to you a bit. And you forgot to take care of the transaction you were doing at the moment. Yeah, that's funny shit. But what I'm basing the quality and care on this one is the taste and the smell, right? I had an expectation, the smell. You, it looked fine and everything, but something's missing as far as like the flushing or the curing, right? Like I can't, I'm not a psychic and tell you what you did wrong, but I can tell you did something wrong because it just didn't hit as well as it could. Well. I, I'm with you on, on it not being as good as it could be because like mine feels kind of sticky, but tastes dry and yours sounded like they were both pretty dry. Mine felt like it had some moisture to it and, and looks and smells like it too, to me. But um, A, there shouldn't be that kind of inconsistency because we all have the same package date. Um, the, the color and looks are nice, but the taste did not deliver. Um, and that's all part of it too, is those terps. Did they stay? Are they re retained? Um, I'd say, uh, would you give it, Maggie, half a point? Yeah, yeah, I get half a point overall. I'm gonna give them 0.75. I'm, I'm, I'm right, right about there. I didn't want to be too like if you did 0.75, I had to go a little bit higher than that. But yeah. Oh, yeah <laughs> I, I'm just thinking like I had expectations, and then you know like it just wasn't perfect. Like yeah, you know you can't give it that. You know, for me, quality and care, like the trim looked good. You can do all the superficial shit, but there's shit. Something was neglected in the steps. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to two thirds of a point for quality and care. Um, I just feel like the packaging is really inexpensive, which is great for the end customer. The, um, you know, we haven't gotten to branding yet, but um, I just feel like everything is kind of just done very quick and, and uh, minimal attention to detail, it feels like. We've had such a reduction in the um, number of brands in cannabis in the past five years since legalization, since you know, full rec really went in the swing, that the brands that are out there and have been around for three to five years at this point that are not taking the steps to keep things 
as tight as they can be and doing that little bit extra, you've got fewer competitors, man. That means that are not fewer, but more concentrated competitors. Um, you're either going to get lost in the flow or somebody's going to come buy you out and start doing better things. If people just aren't willing to go that extra mile with cannabis, that's so my perspective on it. Let's get into branding and packaging because Washington state has the most brands than any other market right now, but that's also owned by a lot of the same parent companies just spitting out like, here's our shitty brand. Here's our high-end brand. You what know, is up with that? we're marketing brands more than anyone else, uh, but we do have a, uh, a brand cons or a, a concentration of around 25%, meaning that uh, the top five to 10 brands only have 25% of the market share. Um, so that's good. So that means that there's a diverse amount because there are still so many brands out there. Having said what that, is, I was gonna say, having said that, what do we feel about this brand? But so like, what, what, what that thinking, like you're saying, like, what is that? Like, why? Why am I supposed to have more faith in a in like a, a shitty fucking logo than a fucking like the brand like a farm, right? So is GL are these guys are they a farm? Are they a yeah? So this was recommended to me by a bud tender who makes you know fifteen dollars an hour or less, and so this was something that uh, went to them and said, oh, this is pretty good value for the price point. I'm 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 assuming right, um. Yeah. But just like Heinz, Heinz and any other, you know, normal company has a massive amount of companies and, uh, and brands that it, that it has for high right. end and low end mayonnaise, for example. So I think this is just the low end that this particular bud tender could afford and recommended. Um, thought I'd try it out. Yeah, I mean, GLW, like I said, they've been around for a long time. They they don't have complex branding. It's very simple and basic because uh, for a long time, they were just living on good, good product. I don't know. I'm, I mean, this isn't overall, even though, you know, we have taste issues. This isn't bad weed, right? Well, like, and so I think that it, it holds for their brand and that. But if they if they were more unique, because the compass and the, the Washington State logo, there's like 10 still brands that are out there with that and like a dozen that went under like um i always confused this on the shelf when it first came out with northwest pearl which i was friends with like those guys and uh um it was exactly the same logo just a different color so i'm, I'm only giving them like although i know them and i've met them and they did a lot of like store vendor days in uh and you know past three years minus 2020 their brand is pretty weak pretty weak sauce so um they only get like a quarter of a point on that okay i am going to give them a three quarters of a point because i'm going to skew it towards i think their target which is low um you know low budget yes yeah. i think for what it is they've done a decent job they've kept the price for the packaging low and everything else low so that the price can be low um but is it? I mean, at fifteen dollars, is that low, is that a low price? No, dude. No, a, that's, that's top end grams. Yeah, that's top end grams for me. I might spend twenty on a gram if it's fucking glowing. You know? Yeah. Like if it's something crazy, I see pink uh, hairs on it or something like that. I'll pay twenty a gram, but fifteen is pretty no. much where I'm at per gram. Miggy, where are you at? I mean, like again, I, you keep referring to it as like a low end, and uh, I bought some of their, uh, an eighth of their stuff. I, I, I just, you know, overall. I'll give it a full point just because for branding purposes, I, I like the little design with the little lime there and uh, uh, the little artwork and everything. 
My 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 always issue is it's like if I could give a rating system, it would be like the, the rating to how the market is and how we how we do this brand bullshit for like uh you say like one company will own like uh five names and then be like here's the uh the our shitty shit and then here's our good shit. Why don't you just fucking price it that way yourselves and just be like here, this is our shit, this is how we value it. Instead, you're this like blanket anomaly anonymous entity that is telling me what to do. I want to, like, I miss the farmer's markets. I miss actually meeting people who grew it and, and talk to, you know, like the, uh, that was the experience. Dude, people stood by their fucking brand. Like, who the fuck's GLW? Like, like who's other, like, what else do you own? Like, are you the big boy? Are you, are you the bottom? Like, who, who are you? Like, that's where I question all these fucking brands. It don't mean shit to me. Like, you have pretty artwork and you do a pretty, like, it's a reasonable, normal package. You're, you're, you're high priced though. Like, for 15 bucks, this shit fucking should make me like have a little my nipples be all hard and shit. No. I oh, wait, here's like, art? Shit. I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I should, I like, I can't wait for the moon rocks. I really hope these guys wash my mouth out, like, like cleanse it. Or, not like, get ahead of ourselves. Is yeah, that, but, you know what I'm saying? Oh, but, but no, I'm with you on that. I could the use point? like some mouthwash right now. I'm, I'm like burning and gross in there. Well, let's, let's take a time out before we do that. Miggy, what's, what's your, um, what is your, uh, percentage of points for branding point because of the whole like i like the cartoon they do that shit branding you know generic yeah because you know the issue is not so much like how they present the, the packaging i like that they put uh like the cartoon the the the, the actual marketing into it uh my issue is just how it's, it's acceptable like i don't know who the fuck they are i mean it, these investors and all this other bullshit like it's all bullshit right there used to be culture and people cared about like ed rosenthal and uh, you know, shit like that. The to a consumer well, culture. What's that? Not only consumer from culture, a growing culture to a consumer culture. I think. So, yeah. You know, Rosenthal's and the uh, Jorge Cervantes and all those guys. It was really about growing your own, and there was there was respect in that. And then when you just throw like seven grams of flour and three grams of concentrate, and you just get super high, and you don't really care where it came from you kind of lose that connection and once it yes. becomes popularized and everything else, it becomes a whole different thing. High time failed because things like dope took off culture or growing, no one really cared at some transition. Yeah, no, I, 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 uh, uh, you know, it's funny about high times, dude. Uh, I follow Stephen Hager on uh, YouTube. And, and he did a great breakdown of like the collapse of high times of how like it really failed after him. And then uh, there was some lawyer involved in some bullshit. Like he owned hemp.com or something like that. And, uh, you know, forced the high times brand to do just pretty much the brand got fucked from the beginning. People manipulating that. Yeah. You know, I wanted to talk real quick if I can about the fact that we said, you know, all these farms have like five, six different brands and different layers. There's some good reasons behind it based on the, the first few years of selling when brands did have the bottom end and the top end under the same brand, people got a little leery of them. They were like, not sure what to expect. And that's because some retailers would take that bottom end shit and be like, well, right down the street, the same brand selling for 35 yeah. instead of 20. So I'm going to jack my price up on this $20 bottom end that I bought to sell at $20 up to 30. It's still less than the competitor at 35, but it gives farms a bad name. And I mean, I could, I could shout out names of, of people who definitely did that, bought bottom end weed and pretended it was the high end from the same brand. Um, and a lot of them aren't open anymore. Um, 
but that was one concern. So then farms have more control over the price point and, and the image that they're being presented with. But on the other side of it, too, is that uh, 280E is the federal tax law that disallows anybody from getting any um, uh, you know, tax burden reduction from the costs of producing something that's federally illegal, 280E. But um, basically, marketing is not 280E compliant, but branding is. So you can create new brands and spend time to launch a new brand and write that off, but you can't advertise and market a, an extant brand. So it's a way for them to be able to maybe get a little bit, maybe, this isn't definitely what's happening, but it's one thing that a lot of people have done. They get a little bit of uh, that write-off from a different side, you know? Mm. Yeah. So this uh, graph here just kind of shows the brand concentration. Like California's at 27%, Nevada 43%, much, much higher. Whereas I think the norm for all these states eventually will follow Washington and Oregon at 23 and 24% respectively. So I'd be interested to see what Washington's uh, numbers look like from, you know, day one 502 lottery to now. And I'm, I'm fairly certain it was something on the order of uh, like 3,300, I think, 3,390 total licenses in the beginning. And then we're down to like 1,100, 1,200 total licenses. And that's on both sides. Um, that's crazy. That's tough. So they are definitely concentrating. You're right. Now let's get to strength and effect. Let's wrap up this uh, flowers um, for uh, the Durban Limes GLW. Uh, for strength, uh, one out of or zero to one point, I'm going to give this, um, you know, uh, a point six. I think it's a decent uh, sativa high, um, not the greatest. What do you guys think? Well, I have to say, because I, I love weed, I'm going to have to go point seven five. <laughs> Just because, I mean, like, it's, it's not horrible weed. But it's not fifteen dollar weed. I mean, like I should be mad about you about that, but it's weed. Yeah. My all right, Michael. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's not bad weed. I definitely got high for like twenty minutes. There it was like, damn, I'm actually pretty stoned, you know, on a couple bowls. But not anymore. Legs were really short, so uh, I'll give it a three quarters of a point. Okay. Yeah. Now, overall value. Uh, and rec would you recommend it? So for value for me, I'm going to give it three quarters of a point. Um, actually, I'm going to give it uh, two thirds of a point because I think it is expensive for, for uh, other strains I've had at $15 a gram. I'm not going to be buying this again, nor do I think I could recommend it at that price point. It's good, but not the best. I'm with you on that. I'm going to give it exactly two thirds as well. Point six, 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 six. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to go absolutely zero just because I wouldn't uh, recommend it. I mean, for 15 bucks a freaking gram, are you fucking kidding me? Like, like you make me sad. But I, I think it also might be the store you went to because I bought an eighth of their stuff for, I think, uh, 35 bucks here down in Evergreen. So I don't know. I don't know how their marketing prices work, but not for that one. Yeah. All right. So it looks like that's a... 49%. So uh, 3.5 out of 7 is what we're given that. So, um, you know, not the worst, but uh, definitely not the best. Uh, yeah, it wasn't tasty shitty. It's just 
you're just another freaking big company with money. <laughs> All right. So that is Durban Limes. I think uh, I think with that, we're going to wrap that one up. On to... We're going to jump right into some Moon Rocks. Right? So this is the um, eighth sesh still. We're doing Moon Rocks. Moon every rocks. I've already smoked some. <laughs> every episode, we buy some product in Washington State. This one was purchased... Um, in Tacoma at Natural Recreations, we paid um, $16.80 after a, a discount. Um, so let's jump into that. We're going to. Uh, I like that cap. So we've got some criteria here. We're going to judge this based on seven criteria that we always do. Number one is based on appearance. So what do you guys think out of a zero to one point, looking at it from an appearance-wise, they're really, really small. So small. I mean, appearance, I'm not super happy with it, honestly. Uh, it, the, the package, yes, we'll talk about that there. Um, often when I've bought moon rocks, I've gotten a single moon rock. You know, they find a nice, big, dense bud, uh, you know, coat it, roll it, and then that's what I've got is like a single bud. These are like popcorns. I'm giving them, I, I, I mean, point-wise, this is, a, this is a, a zero for appearance for me just because it's just popcorn. Yeah, you know, yeah, point, point two five because this reminds me of like, I have like a little tiny Lego bong. Right? This reminds me of, like the little kind of Lego weed I put in there because it's perfect, right? Because they look like little perfect moon rocks, but like these are like dingleberries. I, yeah, I can't even tell they're moon rocks. You, you, it just kind of looks like maybe it's, it's Keith. You can't tell that it's dipped in oil because they're so small. So if you're going to offer moon rocks, I would maybe just offer one nug instead of all of this because the appearance Even if they took a bunch of little nugs, got them oily, and compressed them in like an ice cream scooper or a melon baller, and you got one fat clumpy nug of it. I don't know. Something, anything would be better than this poo poo. Well, look at the top of my lid. I don't know if you can see it, but there's hella Keith on this, this silicon lid. Oh, yeah. There's a ton. I'll be scraping that later. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, smell. How is the aroma? Because I couldn't smell anything. I'm going to have to give it a zero for uh, appearance because it doesn't look like moon rocks. It doesn't smell like anything at all. So zero for me on that. How about you? Agree. I'm, I'm going to give them a quarter of a point because they do smell very hashy keef. Okay. I'm not picking any smells up. Matter of fact, if I inhale any larger, this shit's gonna go. I can't tell if it's a bugger or a moon rock in my fucking nose at this point. If I fucking breathe any harder. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, next up is uh, taste, which requires us to actually. <laughs> so. These things are so small. I don't even have to put it in the grinder. I'm just putting like three, four, five. Jeez, I think I put like my whole jar in my fucking bowl. Like, so Michael, you got like a little glass pipe there. Yeah, right? What's... it's funky. So I decided to smoke the moon rock out of it because this isn't going to be pretty at the end, you know. So if this was a game of Clue, Miggy did it with a glass pipe uh, and moon rocks in the spare bedroom. Look at that, Keith Burn. That's all, Keith. Maybe some oil. 
like logs. <coughs> Woo <-hoo. coughs> wow. That hits hard. It's got a decent, it's got a decent. Yeah. Um, oh, interesting. It tastes like cereal. It doesn't hurt either. Like, you know, you, you would like a burn, like the other one burned more than this. This goes down pretty smooth. Did you guys this ever is, have uh, strawberry milk growing up? Yeah. It kind of tastes like strawberry milk to me. Yeah. So this is actually a strained moon rock. It's Puna orange. And, um, the last time I smoked that, it actually reminded me of Fruity Pebbles. It wasn't no my Orgro, so I think that's that's pretty spot on for the strain. Interesting. Yeah, you yeah, it tastes like uh, like a Fruity Pebbles strawberry milk. I love when the uh, when a, when Keith burns good. in the bowl, and then you can like 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 a hot box, like a hot knife, or uh, you still get that's just a Keith burning right there. That yeah. tastes really good. You can taste that Keith. Does anybody taste oil? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's my dog chewing a bone. By the way, sorry guys. Uh, no, it I was wondering like a washer was. off level. Yeah, it's my pit bull shutting the fuck up by chewing things. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, man. I got two of them. I know what that is all about. So, in terms of taste, I really like that. I'm going to go ahead and give that um, an eight out of ten or point eight on taste. Um, you know what I thought was like. I didn't give it higher than that is because it was it was a really harsh uh, smoke. There's um, obviously the oil and everything else, but um, the flavor was was there. It just wasn't smooth at all. So that's why I kind of dropped it down from maybe a point nine or a full point. Um, I thought it was really good though. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say like. Um, uh, where were we at? Taste? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, I'm pleasantly surprised. Like, it went from this cartoon-looking package and tiny little Lego rocks to a really good-tasting plant, good, 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 uh, as an asthmatic, you know. How much did you pay for this, dude? So, <clears throat> these were um, $16.80 after a $4.20 discount. Cool. All right, that's not too bad for Lego rocks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say the uh, the quality of the oil they used wasn't like the world's best. Obviously, it's going to be you know re remanufactured as it were uh, into a new product. I I'm with Miggy. I thought that these were going to be kind of a disappointment on the smoke, and um, I'm I'm happy with it. The flavor is there for me. It tastes fruity. Uh, I'll give them a I'll stick with you. Uh, point eight. Point eight, yeah, that's about right. It could be a little bit better. It definitely was harsh, but I've had way harsher moon rocks. <laughs> yeah, I just thought the flavor was really, really good. It just was also really, really harsh. So good yeah. change over that last one we just smoked because that hung oh. around in my mouth, and I was like, oh, oh, oh. and now I'm like, mm, oh, oh. it's it's worth the harshness though. I, I definitely There's so much teeth in my jar yeah. too. No doubt, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's going into my grinder so I can mix that with whatever else I'm smoking. I would have yeah. preferred the Keef to end up, uh, you know, stuck to the nugs, though. And I Not think that oil. if they used a little yeah. bit more oil or something, uh, maybe that's just, you know, insurance. Fluffery buds. Yeah. <laughs> For real, though. Hey, Miggy, what are you going to score that one? I'm going to have to give it a one, though. I mean, I was really enjoyed it. So 
So again, let's get uh, strength and effect. Even though, like, I'm I'm feeling it in my my dome. My whole yeah, yeah. brain is floating right now. Um, really good high. So and behind my eyes, I'm like wah 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 wah. <laughs> uh, quality and care. Um, I'm torn on this because I feel like they've done a good job, but. It's kind of it's kind of phony. Is it really Moon Rocks if you look at it and you can't tell and everything falls off? You know, it's um, I don't know. I'm gonna go with two thirds of a point. I'm gonna give them point six on 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 the attempt for quality and care. <laughs> I feel like like, like I, I feel you. Know what I'm saying like, are they really Moon Rocks? But I mean, even if they're not, for the sixteen bucks, I mean, I'm. For a high, what it is right now, uh, I'm gonna give it the full point. A full point, okay. I'm gonna give it uh, like a half a point for quality and care because, like I said, I mean for the for the exact opposite score for the same reasons, Mickey. Like, I I don't I don't like that I have this much keef out of a gram of moon rocks that's not part of my moon rocks. It's not really moon rocks to me. It's little um moon pebbles and while more surface area is good and i don't have to smoke a giant nug all at once to get the enjoyment out of it i'd much prefer the product stay you know what it's supposed to be for me um I'm, yeah so half a point i think i said i'll stick there <laughs> we all muted at once oh we got this cough right <laughs> now i don't you guys uh, so uh, what about, um, let's, let's go to, um, brand. I'd like to go first on this. The moment Josh, you sent us a picture of what we were going to be enjoying before swinging by and dropping it off. And I saw the green silicone lid and I was like, Oh dude, I love Orgro. Orgro's some homies, man. They really are. They were one of my uh, favorite guests that came on the marijuana encyclopedia back in 2016. They have EHO that no one else has. Uh, ethanol hash oil so this brand when I see this I know I'm gonna get Orgro and um, <laughs> the flowers not always on point to me just being honest but their ethanol hash oil really is this uh, little drippy lid is super duper dope and extra fancy is the brand they're calling this I am all about this extra fancy uh, they are getting a full point yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'm totally on board. Same reasons, man. I, I really do enjoy the silicon top. Like, that's nice thinking for, like, even dabbers, right? Like, if you're doing moon rocks, you're probably a dabber. So, you know, the silicon is such a good thing to have just lying around, you know, for, you know, you're looking around. Like, I, I got to put my my stick down, and, and I need something. And one this big is delightful. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, whatever. No, are you finished? Yeah, full point. I mean, I enjoyed it. I liked it. I, I liked the whole extra fancy thing. I mean, I just thought it was comical that they look like Lego moon rocks, like literally just so tiny. I'm going to go the opposite way. Um, I'm going to give them a quarter of a point, and here's why. They spent too much money on the glass, um, and so maybe if they use something else that would reduce the price and they could afford some bigger nugs for everybody – uh, I also am not a fan of the drippy wax look. I think it's a little bit childish. I think it's overplayed. I do like the wax top. That's good, but quarter of a point for me. That Josh, you know those guys who don't like the one gram. Huh? Oh, go ahead. 
I was just gonna say, Josh, you one of those guys who don't like the one gram dev. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. You could do your thing. Uh, it's just this waxy look. The the whole drippy look is cartoonish to me, and I think it's I think it's you know it was fine in 2015, but I think it's time to grow up a little bit in the market and have mm. things that aren't so cartoony. Um, and the whole waxy drip thing is super played out to me. Super played yeah, out. Yeah, but see, because yeah, you come from. They're the Sorry. only ones really using it with this color on it. And like throughout the 502 market space, it's it's their brand. And while I, I'm i kind of a serious stoner in a lot of ways too, it's it's fun little marketing. I, I think it's great. <laughs> but I see your I see your perspective and your points. If it was someone else that I was grumpier about, you know, or somebody that I didn't consider to be homies, maybe I'd have a similar viewpoint. Let me just yeah, say I mean, I'm not I'm not the target market, so my opinion probably doesn't mean anything, which is fine. I do like the high though, so let's get to that. Um, we kind of skipped over it because we went, I, you know, I thought it'd be good to kind of wait and see what it felt like, especially after the last stuff we decided to smoke. <laughs> Uh, that still somehow got 49%. What are we going to do with this? Strength and effect. I like it. I think it feels good. Um, wore off kind of quick on that first uh, hit, so I'm going to burn this next bull here after I put my dog inside and shut her up. But um, I'm going to probably give it a, a full point. I think for 6 bucks uh, for what you get, it's not bad for a 1 gram um, heavy Wait, hitter. 6 or 16 did I say six? I meant 16. Thanks. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to give them a full point because I think the high is really nice behind the eyes. Not too heavy. Brain still floating. I think it's a, uh, the comparison of what we just smoked plus this. Uh, you know, I think in the end, their score might be lower because they really sucked at the, the appearance and aroma portion of this, right? Like, couldn't smell nothing. And they looked like just like what is this? Is this a moon rock or 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 a booger? Like you just didn't know what you had. So that's I, I think unfortunately this one will have less percentage because of the first two in the categories. Whereas it's like it's really good smell, taste, and the high. Like I feel pretty good. I'm enjoying where I'm at. Uh, you know, got shit to do, so I'm going to be doing it. Uh, full point, but and I think it's a better experience than the other one for the price. Yeah, hopefully the points don't turn out really weirdly askew because, yeah, I'm, that last smoke was high like 20 minutes. I feel like I'm going to be high enough to go knock out some chores after this, and I'm pretty damn stoned. I'll give them a .8 on, uh, on strength. All right. What about value, and would you recommend it? Uh, .75. Uh, no, you know what? Let's say... Well, 0.75, because all the things I said in the early part, I still mean. I, I, I would much prefer that this looked different, that it's had some smell. Um, I wish that they were a little bit more careful with it. And as you said with the packaging, Josh, uh, even a gram jar would have been better, or like a 1.5 gram cannabis jar would be better than um, this monster. I, I, I could probably recommend it if somebody's like, what's a good moon rock? And be like, hey, these aren't terrible. Yeah, I would give them a 0.75. It's a decent attempt. If someone wanted to try Moon Rocks um, and they could get this on sale, I would say yes, for $16.80, try it out. If you like the effects of Moon Rocks, then you can you know, spend the bigger dollars um, for that. But this is a decent entry point for the novelty of trying Moon Rocks. I think, yeah, it's worth 
the value, uh, they should have renamed it Moon Dingleberries. But, uh, yeah, full point. Full point. How in the hell? Okay. So the appearance is what destroyed this this this. Well, we judge that before we smoke it, you know. Like we're just looking. That's just the eyeballs talking. This this is yeah. I mean, look, we judged all of these and we gave it a forty six percent. We gave it three point two out of seven, and what really killed it was the appearance. You know, you're selling moon rocks, but you know, according to to Miggy, they look like dingleberries. So. This big man, like when you're literally like I plucked something on my ass literally like last week, that same size. Come on, man. You gotta switch to the ultra strong. Don't use the ultra soft anymore, buddy. I'm telling you, <laughs> All right. So so we got the Durban limes that we gave a forty nine percent to a three and a half out of seven. The uh, moon asterisk, asterisk, though, because it, it, you know, it looked better than it smoked. So, so we gave the moon rocks three point two, a forty six percent, or three point two out of seven. And what got it hammered was the overall appearance, where it just doesn't look like moon rocks at all. So, that's how the cookie crumbles. But overall, would you not say that this was the better of the two? Oh, definitely. So even though it scored worse, we we actually would recommend this where the other one were like hell no. Yeah. So it just looked better. I mean, because like like you said, you know, we work with our eyes. You know, we eat with our eyes or whatever first, and then. But that's also smoke with our lungs, man. (laughs) (laughs) This that this criteria that we have is pretty set. It's um you know it's not skewed. Doesn't really matter in the end. You could have a better product that scores worse. Uh, simply because of like one category or whatever. So yeah. all in all, I, I think it's pretty fair. We call that market research, baby. <laughs> all right. So hopefully you guys got um, enough sativa in your systems to get going. Um, based on my research on 420, uh, Fleek Leaf um, is this uh, is this brand. Um, and so what I ended up getting was the gelato for next time. So, um, wait for Santa Claus to be dropping this off y'all. Hey, this- we should talk about how you deliver these packages, man. I mean, is that legal? It is illegal, right? Technically it should be like, I just think it's such a nuance to like how we do things. Like there should be some. So, I mean, you like, paid me for it, right? So there's nothing – I don't know if I can gift it. I'm not sure. New no, York. absolutely. You're, you're, so back in uh, 2017, the state uh, clarified that sharing cannabis is legal. So it's fully legal to give somebody money to go buy cannabis for you and then, then have them drop it off. Completely legal. Um, that was actually the weekend before uh, Hemp Fest is when – that law went into effect, which would have been the day of real weed fest, a uh, big party I tried to throw that they didn't let me. But um, yeah, you can you can share cannabis now. But for a time, for almost two and a half years that it was legal, a husband and wife sharing a joint was illegal. It was yeah. not within yeah. the construct of 502, but now it is. And uh, they clarify that purchasing cannabis for somebody else who's eligible to own cannabis um, is fully legal and also gifting cannabis to somebody who's eligible to smoke. So 21 and older. I'm also high on sativa and just want to give out the secret sauce and just blah, blah, blah. On. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Next month, look for this pesticide free. Nice. 
Fleet Leaf coming out. It's a Gelato 33. Pesticide free. Herpes. Got some herps in there. Enjoy that. Yeah. yeah. So that's it. Nope. All right. That's it. Till the next time. See you guys. Later, bro. Smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey friends, I'm Brandon and I'm Saba and we are your host of the Cannabis Hangout podcast, an educational platform to connect with the cannabis community and share personal stories while breaking the stigma of marijuana. Join us every Sunday at 7 p.m. to gain valuable insight with different perspectives from industry leaders, growers, and medical marijuana patients. This is a place to learn so much from different angles in the cannabis industry. So tune in while we break it all down.